Hello and welcome to CreteCast. I'm Josh. I'm Marcus. And we still have, once again, a special guest of Jason. Hey, guys. And so we are um, with you guys on this Sunday. If you are listening to this, come join our live stream at 10 a.m. Um, we will have a live stream of our worship service. Love for you to come be a part of that. And then tonight at 6 o'clock, we do a Facebook Live with our kids. 6.30, we do a Facebook Live with our youth. And, and YouTube. On YouTube, yep. And so we'd love for you guys to come be a part of that. You can find that all on our pages at Kids Creek page or Focus Student Ministry Facebook page. will be all the links. Or on our website at millcreekbc.org slash live dash stream will be where all that's at. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> um, but we are, con- well, we're not continuing. We are we starting, starting our study in the book of Jude. And we are studying Jude 1 through 7. Now, that's not chapters 1 through 7. That's verses <laughs> I, 1 through 7. I, I literally, uh, I was, because uh, I always look at the, the youth quiet time. Yeah. And uh, just to kind of get an idea of what they're going through. And uh, it said Jude 3, Jude 4, Jude 5 through 7. <laughs> I was like, Jude 3? What? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Jude is one of those books in the Bible that only has one chapter. Yeah. So, But I will say, even in just, like, it is a very short book. It but is it a very is short book. But it is packed back. with vital it truths really to, is. that we can fo- that focus to understand and that we can can apply. Like, I feel like Jude's one of those books that we don't really talk about a lot. It's probably because while you're flipping through your Bible, you pass through it and never see it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens whenever you're, you know up next against you know revelation as you just sort of get skipped over <laughs> that, or you, you try to avoid revelation so you don't go that far back <laughs> and so but we see that jude starts us off as a servant of jesus christ and brother of james now you know jude is also the half brother of jesus you know and it's really cool that he just didn't put that in there like oh yeah you should listen to me because i'm the half brother of jesus <laughs> yeah. you know but no he's like he's a servant Perfect. yeah like would you ever call yourself a servant to your brother, Marcus? Heck no. <laughs> no, I wouldn't either. <laughs> you know, no way. <laughs> He's my servant. What are you talking yeah, about, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, you know, just to say that he's a servant of Christ is just a huge thing of, because you think about it, at one point in time, his brothers denied Christ. You yeah. know, they gave him a hard time for what he was doing. But now we see the turnaround here of Jude being like, all right, I'm a servant of Christ, you know, and brother of James. <laughs> That's it. Yep. You know, um, but he continues on for as most apostle letters start off with mercy, peace and love be multiplied to you all or to you, you know. And then I think it's very cool that he puts this in here. Like we talk about this is a very short letter. Like it gives the idea that it was written in a hurry, that he was just trying to get this news out. But he wrote intentionally with this letter getting started of, I was going to write to you concerning our common salvation, but because of false teachings, I have switched up how I'm, what this letter, yeah, what I'm going to say. I mean, it makes you think about whenever you get ready for a lesson or get ready to preach, how many times you're studying one thing and then God's like, nah, uh, uh, we're going to switch it up. (laughs) Oh yeah. Like if you, uh, if you ever watch how I do my, my thing, I will, I, I, I do a manuscript when I preach, so that's word for word when I do it. But like up to the day that I will preach, I'll read over it uh, over and over again so I can kind of have it in my mind. But like even while I do that, I'm tweaking things because it's like I'd rather say it this way or mm-hmm. uh, I'll add this illustration or I'll take this thing away because I'm like, ah, that doesn't really make any sense right now. But yeah, like it's crazy. I, I can never script yeah, anything I'm, that I'm going to 
talk about I, I like the messages here I've, I've written some notes down and I'm probably not even going to go off the notes yeah. <laughs> just because I, I read it and then if I pre-plan it I get a generalized idea of what I'm going to say mm-hmm. but I, I've, I've tried it I just don't ever stick to yeah, it and yeah see I'm the same way like I'll do bullet points and the only time I actually write something out is ever like if I'm going to quote somebody or right. tell a story then right. I usually but usually when I get up to preach I just have my bible right and, that's and a, yeah a lot of it for me is like what Josh said if I get an idea, every time it seems like I get an idea of what I want to talk about, what I want to say, when I stand up and I get up in front of a bunch of people or for live streaming or whatever, God's like, Mm-mm, we're going to talk about this. <laughs> yeah. This is what I mean by this. And then I'm like, it throws my mind into a panic. And I'm that's, yeah. that's just so I just quit doing it. <laughs> yeah. I just See, go with the flow in my mind, it's if the guy tells me to say something, then I'll say it. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, I'll just right. go back to what I need to do. Yeah. And it's just, it's just like it's everything else. Everybody has different oh, teaching yeah. styles, preaching styles. Absolutely. But have you guys ever had it to where you're getting ready to go up to preach or teach and guys like, all right, we're switching everything up right now. You're just going completely, completely off. Not completely, maybe like a point or two, but not, not like a whole, like, I'm not like a Francis Chan where it's right. like, okay, God, you want me to do that? Okay. And then I go to something totally different. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's usually, for me, it usually happens during. Okay. Yes. During. Like, yeah. I will have our lesson plans or I'll have yeah. something that I, even though I know I'm going to ad lib it and go in the spirit and this in my mind, I kind of know as you're talking, you know where you're going. Yeah. yeah. And then God's like, Mm-mm. yep. And I'm yeah. like, okay, but I haven't thought that because I'm a, I'm a, a head of the game thinker. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I haven't had time to think ahead. Yeah. He's like, I don't care. Yeah. And so, yeah, I had it one night where I was teaching a college ministry and I had prepared all week and we were studying through the book of like first John or something like that. And it was, we're getting ready to start. And I was like, Nope, you're going to teach on something completely different. And I was like, okay, (laughs) 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 whatever you say. But Mm -hmm. I mean, and that's where the situation that Jude finds himself in, you know, he's was going to write with one thing, but God's like, Nope, it's time to handle something else. And so um, that's why he writes to um, about the faith, you know, to. Yeah. I mean, he, he sets out to speak to believers about the salvation found alone in Jesus Christ uh, that believers share, but the Holy spirit directed him to urge them to fight for the faith. And um, it makes me think of first um, Timothy six twelve. 12 um, getting first Timothy, not second Timothy. Um, where it says, um, fight the good fight of the faith, take hold of the eternal life to which you are called and about, uh, which you made the good confession in the presence of, of many witnesses. Um, you know, just made me think of that because it is important for us to fight for the faith. Um, you know, cause we, we have all seen or we have heard of about attacks on the truth of the, of, of, the, of God's word. Um, and we have all. Um, have had to fight for our faith at some point in our lives. Yeah. Um, you know, and especially for the truth of, of God's word. Um, but, uh, I mean, ways to do it obviously is to fight is to, well, first thing is memorize. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll all agree, memorize, uh, scripture, pray for God's discernment when you're reading scripture, um, you know, st- study his word daily, uh, which is why we do obviously this podcast to help you study God's word daily. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll say one thing that I, that's helped me in the past uh, to stay accountable with my quiet time is this podcast. But yes. also, oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, now that I um, I do our TikTok daily challenges, um, it 
requires me to do not not to do another quiet time, but it makes me. I always I've always done a different quiet time from World of Life just to because yeah I love World of Life's quiet time, but it's not enough for me. No, um, so I always try to do one that's more challenging in my walk rather than my knowledge, um, and uh, that's that's what my daily TikToks are is to challenge me to be better because um, I always want to be better than I was yesterday, um, and uh, so studying His Word uh, is is vital. Memorizing and asking God's discernment uh, are two big things to fight for the faith, and. Uh, I think a lot of times and we don't mean like fight for the faith of like your friend that doesn't agree with right. what you believe. It's fighting for your faith for that. Those that are acknowledging that the Bible isn't true yeah. or that, that, that this is false. It's those false teachers. Yeah. Cause it's all about these false teachers who have made their way in. Yeah. We see this a lot of the apostle writings of false teachers. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so well, while you're coughing, let me ask oh. a question uh, to both of you. Do you think false teachers are easily spotted? No. And okay. yes, I'd say. It dep- <laughs> <laughs> no. And yes, I'd say it depends on what they're teaching. Okay, you okay. know, like you, I know we've called them out on here before, but you take like a Joel Osteen, like a prosperity mm-hmm. gospel. You know, yeah, we could easily see, hey, that's not right. But even like we had this conversation before we started recording of me going through some of my old books of teachings of you know when I was because I'm finally getting my office set up. There's a lot of books that I got rid of because they were false teaching. But at the time, I didn't realize it because I wasn't mature enough in my faith to realize, hey, these books are not right. Yep. And so I'd say it all depends on the person to realize it, you know. And that's where the Holy Spirit helps out a lot because he's there to help guide us and show point to us, hey, this is not right, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and that all comes down to knowing what you believe and why you believe it and memorizing that scripture, knowing that God is discerning you to what is true and studying his word daily so you know what it is. I've always yeah. given so I have a my mom years ago gave me a Santa dollar, which is basically a dollar with Santa's picture yeah. on the top of uh, uh George Washington. Um and uh but it looks just like a dollar um because it's a real dollar. Yeah. So like if I took the sticker off, I could still use it as a dollar, but I'll put it in a bunch of stacks of dollars and I'll have a kid come up and like, and I'll always hand them upside down. So it looks like a, right, yeah. as they, I was like, Hey, just want to make sure, uh, check and see if there's anything wrong with these and they'll flip through it. And if 90% of the time they'll just flip through that part and be like, no, they're, they're all good. And I'll be like, Oh really? And I'll flip them over and I'll show and I'll, I'll go through them. And they're like, was that Santa? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so, so I was like, and it also goes to, to being observant oh, as yeah. well, because it, it can be very deceiving to where it looks like, like it, but there's just a little tweak, but oh, it's, yeah. it's, but they could, they obviously know what a dollar looks like. So that's why they knew Santa's not supposed to be on there. Right. Um, right. but, uh, and I know like there's people that will, uh, that are trained to figure out what a counterfeit dollar is. And the way they do that is they hand handle money all day long and to train them, they will, they will handle real money all day long. So, but, one day they'll, without them knowing, we'll put a counterfeit dollar in, and it, it'll feel different. It'll kind of yep. look different and they'll know because they are so familiar with what an actual dollar should be. Right. Um, and so that's, I, I think that's exactly what we need to be doing with our, our daily walk. Absolutely. Knowing because false teaching leads to perversion of oh, yeah. the grace of God and the d- denial of our God and denial of who Jesus Christ is. Well, and that's what you start getting to this next section of verses basically five through seven. Yeah. Um, where it talks about, just these examples of, I, I like how Jude writes that knowing it, that Jesus who saved the people of, out of the land of Egypt, mm-hmm. you know, cause what about, well, God saved them, you know, but right here, dude's like, no, nah, that was 
Jesus. Like Jesus helped save the people from Israel, you know, but we see that those who didn't believe were punished. We see angels who decided to turn away from Jesus were punished. And we have the example of Sodom and Gomorrah who fell into immorality and were punished. Yeah. See, there's a punishment for sin, you know, and for false teachings, there's a punishment for following false teaching, false teachings. One of the things that I had written down is he lets us know not to, to watch out and don't let corruption sink into so it disrupts our walk. Yes. Yes. Uh, as I, as he just brings up continual reminders. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, there are people that actually seek out false teachers. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to call out one person that I, I always do, but his name is Joel Ost. <laughs> uh, not that I, I don't say that to knock what he's doing or to bring him down. Um, but the gospel that he is preaching is not the gospel that I read about. Right. Um, and, but yet he's got one of the biggest churches in America and people seek to be part of his church. Um, uh, second Timothy four, three is one, th- one that I, uh, wrote down. It said, uh, uh, for the for the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but have itching ears. They will accumulate for themselves teaching to suit their own passions. Like they they yeah. want the the feel yeah. good message. The yeah. uh, if you're rich, you're in God's. Uh, yeah. You know, if you're not rich, then you're not in God's uh, God's will. If you're not feeling good, you're not God's will. God just wants you to be happy. Blah blah blah. No, no. like. That's not the gospel. No. <laughs> like that's, that's not what no. my Bible says. No. But like it's like you said, like you know, we we need to be careful because it is very easily to be distracted. Well, it's, it's easy. That's why all the things that you all were talking about a few minutes ago about the things that we need to do to keep on track. Yeah. To understand the faith and what our faith and what we know is to be true. And we base all of our faith and what we know to be true on God's word, mm-hmm. what God's word says alone, which is what we should be doing. Yeah. But the moment that you don't stay upbeat and stay embedded in it is the moment that you can be caroused into something different, yeah. easy, more easy than, than say not. Yeah. And you look at the book of Jude, it was one of the last books written, you know, one of the last epistles, parts of the New Testament written and how, from the very beginning, even till they say it was written around 70 AD, that these false teachers had crept into the church and were causing this problem and how it's still a problem we have today. Absolutely. You know, false teachers will always be there, but it's up to the people of God to realize, hey, that's not right. Yeah. Well, even in this passage, you know, false teachers are compared to the people in the past that have rebelled against God. I mean, um, you know, Israel saw God's mercies. The angels saw God's face and Sodom and Gomorrah saw the beauty of God's um, God's creation. and all yet all those have seen all these things they still chose to rebel against god um you know we've seen god doing things in our lives um we've seen god um doing things in other people's lives we've seen the miracles we've seen his creations but yet every day we choose to rebel against god um despite of what we have seen and what we have heard and what we have read yeah. like like we, we we read this and think oh yeah false teachers are crazy people who rebel against god are are or, you know, they're not Christians or um, they're not, you know, true believers, but we still do that. Like, we may not intentionally rebel against God, but we do. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. We're in the same boat. Yeah. 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 And we'll talk more about this here in the next couple yeah. of days. Because <laughs> yeah. if we're not careful, we can easily become a false teacher. Oh, absolutely. Easily. Easily. Yeah. yeah so, we, we, like you said, we have to be careful. That's yeah. why starting next week, we're going to do a false teaching hour. 
Uh, <laughs> I think I've got. Uh, I think I'm going to be sick that day. Um, I, I think I'm getting tested that day. Sorry. <laughs> I think I'm yeah. tested that. Let me call Warren up and have him cut the internet real quick. <laughs> I, won't, I won't make that. No. <laughs> but we should probably yeah start closing. But uh, my turn. I think it's my turn. So our prayer request for today is for Bolivia. Um, for a caring for a for a caring youth ministry in the land where eighty percent of children are living in extreme poverty. And then a word from our sponsor. Something cool is more than just a custom t-shirt company. Something cool is a company that goes above and beyond to serve the servers, the people who devote their lives to ministry and serving others. Something Cool brings together the coolest custom designs, a remarkable buying experience, constant engagement of clients with creative content. Oh, and then we mentioned they provide the world's softest prints on the world's softest tees. Go say hi to Carl on SomethingCool.com and make sure to choose Something Cool on your next order. And then our life step. What a privilege to catch the heartbeat of someone barely known. And yet we had the opportunity to grow, but... Uh, who yet, yet who had the opportunity to grow up with Jesus? Yeah. So <laughs> well, for today and this Sunday, we hope that you enjoy uh, your services that you can tune into all yeah. across the America. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, we thank you for tuning in today. My name is Marcus. I've been Josh. My name's Jason. Booyah. Booyah.